Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 142. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Echoes of Invasion. Set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. This is Homeward Bound. After dealing with the new mysteries awaiting them back in the swamp where they met Kachan, Trick and Hepa return home to Esperin Forest to report on their first mission and prepare for the next one. This arc contains spoilers for the Battle for West North campaign Eastern Invasion with references to Northern Rebirth. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So you guys are leaving onto Dunbin. Yep. And you have with you the Dwarvish Bar Glamour. They play some traveling music as we... Yeah, we're totally never sneaking anywhere. Because Heppa wants to hear stories. You meet in the courtyard of Dunbin in the morning to head out. Glamour has this, like, huge backpack, bedroll on top of it, and... Ah, um, uh, classic-style backpack. Their bagpipes are, like, an attachment, like, on the front of their chest. They also have two axes hooked onto their giant backpack, and their hair, which they do have kind of, like, braid, elaborate braid-type stuff in the front, but they have a kind of, like, red bandana-type thing holding everything back out of the way. And they've got, like, a short sleeve green shirt on and hiking leathers. And they're ready to go. And you guys have your, like, tiny little elvish backpacks. Yeah. I was wondering what we had, like, back, <laughs> like cross-body bags. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of up to you, like, whether you just got, like, satchels that you wear, like, across. I kind of like, a, like, picture some messenger bag type Yeah, thing. some cross-body that's probably made of a little bit of a finer material than it probably should be for what we're doing. I, strictly speaking, have a backpack written down, but... Yeah, I pictured it as being a smaller, all elvish things are lightweight, made for travel. Yeah, so I would say that Glamour's backpack is not exactly as tall as Glamour, but... It's as wide as Glamour. It's like the top of their backpack is definitely above their head with the bedroll secured. This oh, is such a good idea. This is a dwarf who hikes and travels and backpacks. Well, they live, they live on the road, right? That's kind of the thing. They spend a lot of time in transit between settlements, yes. I didn't realize you got to bring the apartment with you. <laughs> nice one. It makes a lot more sense now. So you guys head out through the tunnels, and Glamour allows you to lead the way since you're going to the place that you came from. Sounds like we need a survival check. And I remember paying attention on the way here yeah. so we could find our way back. <laughs> so we're going to take a survival check from Trick and a geography check from Hepa. I was averaged. I really like that I have geography checks. This is actually, these are going to be easy checks, so only one purple. Two successes and one advantage. Successes and one advantage. Okay. You check an advantage on your roll. Yep. You've succeeded the geography check. Know where you're going. You've succeeded the survival check. You're living off the land for the day. And I do need you guys... This look safe. Are you interested in specifically harvesting some sort of mushroom? I mean, if we're living off the land... Right, but there's a difference between, like, 
oh, you succeed, so you, you know, eat stuff you find, versus, like, you find the painkiller mushroom. I, uh, if you want me to spend advantages that way. No, I wasn't asking you to spend okay. advantages that way. I was asking if you wanted to make a survival check to forage for painkiller mushrooms. Sure. I imagine this is more difficult. Yes. I was going to let you use your advantages to give yourselves blue dyes on your resilience checks for the hike, but if you want to use your blue dye for finding painkiller mushroom, that's a three purple roll. One threat. You do not find any painkiller mushroom, and you suffer a strain. Wasting time. It's up to you how you wish to interpret the strain that you suffered, whether you tasted something you shouldn't have or... No, I think that's a good idea. Maybe this one... Oh. Oh, gosh. And the taste is just still with you. Oh, I'm going to save that. Geography check, you have absolutely no problems getting back yeah. to your, where you want to go. I'll use the blue dye for my resilience. For your resilience check. Yeah. This is average resilience? This is an average resilience check. Nope, two failures. Oh, I succeeded. Trick, you are taking two strain for the day of hiking. I think my tongue went numb. <laughs> particularly dangerous in my line of work. <laughs> it's going to make telling stories along the uh, way more difficult. Uh, it's a... Full day of hiking, because you have the full length of caves to go through, and then the full length of the above-ground travel to go through. Is there anything you want to say about your travel? Does Glimmer know how to avoid the bats? Ah. Because that would be nice not to have to so get eaten again. You guys are each carrying a torch at Glimmer's. Insistence is too strong a word, but... Definitely, the more fire you have, the less inclined bats are to bother you because they are particularly susceptible to fire Hmm. and um, they prefer the darkness. So that's how you guys avoid dealing with the bats today is everybody's got a torch. And the the slightest sound of squeaking or wing flapping, an auxiliary torch gets lit as well. That's prepared. What about you? Anything you want to say about the trip back? I don't think so, because the road home is usually less, not less troublesome, less exciting. So, tricking his head might just be trying to, uh, like, how is he going to describe this dwarven fortress to everyone back home? So you're you're working on your material. Yeah, like, great spires cut out of the stone itself. You can practice. Burning forges. I think you can count on Hepa to ask a couple questions to try to incite a story from you. <laughs> and if you don't tell one, she'll probably ask one or something. So where are you from? <laughs> Well, that's a good question, actually. Glamour is originally from Knalga, but they have seen a fair bit of the continent in their travels. And Knalga is, is that something we've heard of? You can make a geography check if you wish. More geography! I'll take it, I'll take and it. And remember, geography is a knowledge skill, so if you only triumphs, I know. you'll have a flash of insight. I will say this is two purples. Um, but I did succeed in an advantage. You know of Kanalka uh-huh. as a settlement in the far north, way beyond the Great River. And it's Dorvish settlement, but you think it might be affiliated with some sort of larger political group. Okay. And then Glamour says that they've been all over the continent. So what was your favorite place? Ah. Glamour is not one to pick favorites. Glamour prefers to be in the mindset of wherever they are is their favorite place at that moment. There are certainly places that have yielded better tales than other places, but there's always interesting people wherever you go. So what's the furthest place you've been? The furthest from here? Yeah. 
I have been to the edges of the Westmere Forest, but I have not been inside. Not a good place for dwarves to go. Have I heard of the Westmere Forest? Yes. Okay. Westmere Forest is... Oh, I see it on the map. Yeah. Is, do I know... That's where one of the most important Elvish councils is based. Okay, so I know why it's not a good place for the dwarves yeah. to go. And I've certainly been to a few of the human settlements along the, the coast of the Great Ocean. That mm-hmm. was quite a while ago, though. A lot of land to travel by foot, and my legs aren't quite as long as yours. Well, if you get lost as much as we have, <laughs> it takes a little <laughs> bit longer anyway. So you guys have a full day of walking, and it is dark, dusky dark, by the time you return to the edges of the swamp. What do you do when you get to the swamp? Uh, I mean, we should go check back in to Ketchin's bungalow, what do we want to call it? Ruined castle sounds so bad. Ruined castle sounds more impressive than bungalow. <laughs> yeah. I mean... His dilapidated estate. How would you like to describe it, Trick? I yeah, mean. that's a... Uh, gotta find a better word for his home here. So this fellow lives in the swamp? Uh, he lives off the edge of the swamp. He, he actually advised us it's not safe to camp right on the edge of the swamp. He was right. Yeah, no, he was definitely right. So he found... It is an old ruined fort or castle. It's a little bit more defensible. I added a door to it so you can actually keep out uh, critters, undead, tax collectors, and things like that. <laughs> Wild boars. Yeah. You sound handy. I sound handy? You said you built a door. I guess so. It's true. Trick Manu's door caught us some dinner, though. Did catch a boar. You should tell Glamera about the how you trapped the boar. Well, it was desperate for a story. <laughs> yeah, desperate for a story. Oh, it was during my watch, uh, overnight, his catching was still recovering, so I'm going to take it easy. And the guy doesn't, he doesn't eat well, he's only got basic biscuits and some really uh, stale ale, uh, maybe stale biscuits and some basic ale, one of those two. So, on my watch, getting kind of bored, I think I hear some sound off in the distance with my excellent elven hearing. Well, what do we got the tools so I can catch this critter in the middle of the night? Well, got a knife, got some vines. I got this old raft that we found and recommissioned for exploring the swamp. I was trying to think, did we? We must have had some sort of bait of some kind. Took some basic herbs. I mean, are you talking about what really happened? I don't remember what really happened. I thought you got something on the door from cooking, like some sort of like... You said that there was like grease from cooking smeared on the door. I took some of the drippings left over from dinner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Realizing that my cooking for the night probably attracted the board to the general area. So that if I can get him to come even closer, he's going to take a chomp out of that raft where I left him a nice little prize. But when he does that, chomp, cuts the vine, hoists him right up. Horrible squealing. But breakfast, lunch, and dinner for us and our Saurian friend for the next episode. What was the smashing sound? What smashing sound? That was probably the boar getting dragged up. Oh. All right. So you are approaching the, the keep, and it is dark now. So if you want to make, I suppose, vigilance checks is appropriate. Average? No, it's going to be hard. Failure with a threat. But I did succeed, but I got two threats. So, HEPA, the keep is not lit. It's dark out now. There's mm-hmm. no fire going on it. It's not lit, but you see movement of a rope, dark roped thing inside the keep through... Mm-hmm. Rafty is serving the purpose of the door, but there's, like, rubble and, like, the walls right, are not. Right, right. So, yeah. like, over part of the slightly lower wall or whatever, you see, like, the hood or whatever. You see a dark, cloaked 
movement inside the keep, but there is no fire going. Okay. Is that not normal? It's dark out. You guys always had a fire going. Right. The kitchen doesn't quite seem to be so outdoorsy. So he probably skipped dinner. Yeah. Yeah, probably did. You have threats on your rolls. So we will say that your threats are strain, just because you are back close to the swamp again, and, you know, maybe some sounds are creepy. I mean, there were undead last time. You don't hear any sounds coming from the keep as you approach. Oh, but I see a rope figure moving. Mm-hmm. That's Kachin. Oh, he's up. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't be asleep. And there is a little bit of, of light. You are past the full moon at this point, but not at the new moon yet. So. Oh, but it's it's late enough that he would be asleep, and it's dark enough that we're basically creeping up on the castle. Yeah, I mean we should knock on the door. I think maybe Hippa says, I think we're creeping up on the castle. Well, you know, we can let him know we're coming. Kachin! Yeah, I'm going to knock on that door. <laughs> Make some noise so he knows. It's not spooked. Okay, you knock on Rafty? Yeah, it falls apart completely. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been maintaining the raft? Uh, it doesn't fall apart, because you did specifically say that you had like disguised it as a, a better door. Right. So yeah. you knock on Rafty. And she calls out Kachin, and yeah. there's no response. You saw him in there, though? I saw somebody in there. And maybe he's in the Maybe he's playing with his staff. All right, well, I'm going to open the door and go in. Okay. Maybe he's focused on something else. How do you enter? Loudly, not stealthily. Don't sneak up on him. Yeah. Don't, don't scare him. Like, I haven't seen him yet, so I want to see where he is. I know where the fire pit's supposed to be, so. Okay. You push open the door. Yep. You enter the keep. I'll say not with particular vigilance. Okay. If that is uh, relevant. All right. You enter the keep. Uh, this place isn't that big. Is he sleeping in his usual spot? Is he up around somewhere? You can make a perception check if you want. Let's do that. With one black die for darkness? Average? Yes. That is a negative with two advantages. You do not see Kachin. It's dark. Uh, you have advantages. Guy wears dark gray, gray clothes. You feel like a slight wind. Drafty. Well, there is no roof. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's unusual. Are you continuing all the way in? No, I'll call call back like, I don't see him around. You said he was in here? I saw somebody. Was it Hazisk? She poked her eyes? Uh, somebody with robes on. I hope she didn't come in here. I don't know. That'd be messy. She doesn't wear robes, I don't think, though. Kachin! Hello? Yo, let's light the fire pit. Okay. So you enter all the way to go to the fire pit? Yeah. Oh, I'll go over there. Okay. I don't think Hepa can envision that there would be another rogue figure besides Kachin. I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be slightly more cautious now, but not think anything's wrong, because I haven't seen him, but... Okay, so you're... Starting to get ready to light a fire. Yep. Hepa is coming in and calling for Kachin. Yeah. And Glimmer comes in with you. Okay. And now I'd like you to roll initiative. Yep. This is vigilance on our part? It is vigilance because I think you were not expecting anything to go wrong. One advantage. I have 1.1. I gather that's not That Glimmer. is Glimmer's. Oh, it is? Yes. Right. Dwarves are willful. 3.4. And... Now, for the, uh, let me go ahead and guess, Augur. 
I, the player, will guess Oliver. Zero! That means it goes last. But it will have a surprise round, and that is essentially what starts this. It is going to do a brawl attack, which it has one green die for. And it is going to attack Glummer. Interesting choice. Glummer does not have any defense. This exciting dice pool of a green and two purples. Uh-huh. I'm going to use the story point to upgrade the attack. It is going to fail with one threat. Short robed figure? It is not a short robed figure. Ooh. With this threat, it's going to. Reveal itself? It's going to be. You're going to see better what it is. Option two ghost. It is a dark robe that is flitting around. Just an empty robe. It's moving very fluidly, like kind of like it's blowing in the wind. It is approximately person height, or uh, approximately elf yep. height. Mm-hmm. And in the bits of moonlight that you have and the sparks from the, the fire that Trick is setting, you can see what kind of looks like a skull in the, the hood area. A skull, probably like a corporeal skull. You are now going to make fear checks. Mm. But this is not a... This is not a walking corpse. I'm glad at least there's a skull, because otherwise I might just think it's a trick that Kutchen's doing with magic. Well... It's a puppet! (laughs) Okay, no los dos. (laughs) You are going to make your fear checks, but you should make them one at a time, because advantages on fear checks can be used to... Why doesn't Glimmer go first? Or does Glimmer not have to make a fear check? No, Glimmer can make a fear check. This thing just swiped at at, at them. What are fear checks based on? Discipline. Discipline. Uh, I see. That's why you want Glamour to go first. Yes, that is 100% correct. Glamour ain't afraid of no ghost. Glamour has no advantage to play forward and takes a strain. Warning us. uh, Oh, this is dangerous. Who would like to go next? How dangerous? Uh, Trick to go next. I'm not afraid to be afraid. I think it's perfectly within Hepa's established thing to scream. Oh, that is failure with three threads. You're definitely taking a black die. Yep. And we are going to limit you to maneuvers for the first round. Okay. That I'm, in a, in a sense, staggered for the first round. Yes. This is totally unexpected. Three threats and an actual failure. You also will have a black die for things in this encounter. Uh-huh. And you also are taking no actions in the first round. Similar to when you were frightened by the walking corpses, all you did was back away screaming. I could do that again. <laughs> uh, does Glamour want to go first, then? I mean, I didn't roll that high on the thing. I think I would definitely like to be screaming right now. Yeah, you can you feel can free to line. scream. I mean, all of us go before it. It's not impolite to scream. It may be not dignified, but I will scream. You do have a maneuver, would you? Her instinct is to run, usually. Uh, I mean, you run once. Maybe she t- takes a step back. That's fair. Are you taking a step back towards the entrance? Whatever direction is away from the... So you entered the keep, and Glimmer followed you in. And so Glimmer is, like, at that doorway, and you're further in the keep than Glimmer is. Mm -hmm. And then this cloaked thing swooped down at Glimmer. Okay. To move out of the keep means to, like, dodge around Glimmer and head out. And Trick is further in the keep because Trick is kneeling at the fire pit getting ready to light it. Okay, so then did it come, it came in from the sky? 
Or it kind of came it was already it in. It swooped in from the side. Okay, from the side. So whichever way it swooped in from, that's okay. just the direction I'm going to go. Yeah. So if that takes me out of the keep, great. If that walks me okay. to a wall, that's fine too. I think it's just... It, it moves you to the side, you're still in the keep. Yeah. She's not really paying much attention. She steps on Glamour, sorry. <laughs> so you are allowed to take two maneuvers. Does she have the presence of mind to pull her weapon? There is nothing in the fear result that says you cannot. It's entirely your take on how you view your character's mentality. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's thinking completely clearly. She's on instinct, so I think at this point, sword seems like what she might pull out. Okay. She backs away and draws a sword mm-hmm. and screams. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so trick is, there's like almost a Scooby-Doo mode. Ghost! He's like trying, he can't even get out like whatever the pithy comment is about ghosts. Frail and wispy, hard to, already dead. Uh, he desperately wants to finish like getting this fire going. Okay. Yeah, it's a maneuver to light the fire. Yes, he is going to light the fire. Okay. And you have another maneuver. I think he's technically assisting Glamour because he's shouting ghost. Okay. You mean people are dying to get in this castle? (laughs) Yeah, you were critical about these accommodations, but yeah. People are dying to be able to spend the night here. Maybe the ghost came with a castle. That's very possible. All right. Came home, there's a bunch of living beings. Whoa, infestation again. Now they brought a dwarf. It's getting worse. I believe Glamour has never fought a ghost before. Oh, well, okay then. Glamour succeeded the fear check. They gotta, like, throw an axe or something? The thing is right there and engaged with them, so... I don't think they'll waste a maneuver backing away. I think okay. they will simply draw one of their axes and swing at it. Melee is not Glamour's preferred fighting style. Are they throwing axes? Their axes could be thrown or oh, could okay. be swung. Okay. And in this case, they're right here. Swung. They're not going to throw their axe at yeah. somebody who's right in their face. The ghost has defense, though. Darkness does not matter? Or you have lit the fire, okay. so you have gotten rid of the darkness with your turn, and you are eating by highlighting what this is, and, and illuminating it as well. Glamour does six damage, but has two threats. I think I will apply it as a blue die to the target. And then it's Casper's turn. The ghost is going to back away, and then it's going to wail. Which we can hear over my screaming. <laughs> That's a good point. The ghost is like, that one's screaming. I'm going to scream too. All right. So this is now a ranged attack. So it's only one purple. It has a blue die. And it's rolling three greens. It wails at Glamour. It succeeds its wailing. And Glamour takes strain damage. Ooh. From the unearthly... There is one advantage on this roll. Pay forward a blue die? Pay forward a blue die to itself. Back to the top. Was it floating? It looks almost like it blew away uh-huh. from Glimmer. Okay. So it did step away. It moved from engaged to short range. Okay. It's still in the, the fortress. And you backed away. So... Hepa, yeah, I backed away, pulled my sword. Hepa backed away, further away from the ghost. Glimmer is between Hepa and the ghost. Trick, you are close to the fire. Mm-hmm. The ghost 
has moved towards you. Right, but it's it, still. It is not me. engaged with you. Yep. But its back is to you. I think that's a good reason for Trick to just pull out his bow and fire off a shot. Okay. You will get a blue die on this. I will frantically have to make a maneuver to pull this out. I don't feel like I'm aiming. Almost. This is borderline panic. Okay. You are shooting at the ghost's back? Yeah, but I will spend the start. Four successes, which I believe is 11 damage. Does it do anything? It gets halved. So six damage. Minus soak is five. Gets through. Okay. Good start. So this thing is mostly incorporeal, but the arrow did something. Did I actually manage to hit part of the skull part? So the cloak is kind of like waving and blowing as if like the body part is sort of empty. You are shooting at its back. And it has, like, the hood up there, so you don't see the okay. skull-type thing. But we'll say that your arrow hits that part of it, and, like, there's, like, a crack. And this wailing sort of sound that you heard, it kind of forms words. I have failed. And then, like, it kind of, like, dissipates, and the cloak floats to the ground. And then if somebody steps up to it, the cloak dissipates and is gone. Yeah. Trick makes a cool check. Not to recover strain. I don't step up to it. Peppa's curious, but right now she's still scared. <laughs> I think I still have this black die because I don't know if it's gone for sure. Trick does have cool. So he does not rush over like, I can't believe God, holy moly. No. Calmly puts his bow away. Peppa, what do you do? What do I do besides stare at the thing? But does it seem dead, I guess? Maybe Hepa does go up to it if it seems dead. Yeah, Trick will join you. Is it dead? So you go up, and that's when the cloak kind of... It's not like evaporates, but it's like fades away. Oh, okay. Not like it crumbles or something? Yeah, it doesn't turn to dust. It like fades away and dissipated. That one sort of surprised me. Is my arrow still there? Your arrow is there. And your arrow's tip is dented, and you did hit something with it. What was it here to do? Guard the castle? I hope it didn't, like, eat... I hope that wasn't Ketchin's ghost. <laughs> Wait, is that what happens to humans when they die? Well, you know, in the wrong circumstances, anyone who dies can become a ghost. If you're not put to rest properly, but you don't have a body at all. Uh, you know, I want to look around make sure these ghosts don't travel in packs. Okay. What does look around mean to you? Are you, like, searching inside the keep? Are you, like, doing a perimeter check? I think because it was floating, I'm kind of just looking around the, like... Like every little nook and cranny? Yeah, like up, and what if it's not alone? And that's what I'm going to just what? maybe perception check. And I'm, I mean, since it floats, even looking up... Ghosts by nature are solitary creatures. <laughs> I'm still looking. That's like, that was kind of scary. What's the difficulty? Yes, on... you can recover strain because you have completed that combat. Uh, Glimmer is going to also roll to recover strain. That didn't happen, but I can use my second wind. Like you remind yourself right, that was an experience. Yeah. Glimmer succeeds with triumph. Was it a ghostly this... messenger? Okay, so Glimmer wants to workshop with you this idea of what did this creature fail at, like. <sighs> Did you see these creatures when you were at the swamp before? No, we saw walking corpses before. They certainly didn't talk. This thing, I know, maybe it 
haunts this castle. He's supposed to guard it. Why didn't we see it before? I don't know, maybe Ketchin managed to ward against it? Maybe he was really bad at what it does. You can roll perception for yeah. checking the area. So we're going to say there's a fire going now, and like you're intentionally looking around. So you can just make this an average check. Two advantages. Oh, still some donuts. <laughs> so you don't see any signs of ghosts or anything like that. Could I maybe make some sort of a check to think about what I know about ghosts and apply the advantages to that? Oh, that would be an adventuring, knowledge adventuring check. All right. What's the difficulty on that? Two purples. What is Trick doing? Got this fire going. Like Now I want to try to find Ketchin. I should do, try to do some tracking. Okay. When does this, does this place look most you, recently occupied? Do you want any help? I will accept help, certainly, particularly if Glimmer is trying to workshop this idea. Okay, so you and Glimmer step out of the keep and look around for tracks? Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell them he was about, I don't know, he wasn't super tall, 5'10", not very heavy weight, he had very light shoes, light cloak, so okay. like short things. He traveled very light in general, I think. Glimmer is not trained in survival. So Glimmer's just giving you a blue dye. Wait, but does Glimmer have some sort, well, I don't know if they would use it right now, some sort of bardic spell to make you do better? Glimmer is not going to do that right now. Because Glimmer doesn't feel like playing the super loud bagpipes. No. Um, Or ghosts show up that you called? Well, but also... I can wail too. Yeah. Glimmer doesn't know how dangerous this situation is yet or anything like that. So Glimmer is, I would say, holding in reserve their strain pool, yeah, particularly because they took a fair bit of strain damage from that whaling. Right. Is average? Is there darkness? You can upgrade your roll because Glimmer had that triumph on the cool check. All right. And there's one day of darkness outside the keep. I have failure with six advantages. Okay, so you're not finding any tracks. Well, if you left, you didn't. Phenomenal job hiding his tracks. Really smart of him. You have a huge number of advantages on a survival check. Catch another wild boar. I don't think a boar, but you could find useful herbal stuff. Okay. Yeah, come across some useful... I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. This won't go down to the caves. So would you rather find herbs that can be used for healing purposes or for poisoning purposes? It'd be a dark thing to find poison herbs. I think healing. Also a lucky seven-leaf clover. Okay. Swamps are kind of squishy. There's potential for fungus to grow. Oh, so a healing mushroom? So we'll say that you find the painkiller mushroom. I'm going to use that like the Super Mario-style healing mushroom is now part of the setting. <laughs> find the one that gives us fireball, because that's what we need. <laughs> that's a flower. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Knowledge and mentoring. Well, I succeeded... So now that you've calmed down a little bit, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, there was the cloak thing. There was kind of like the suggestion of a skull. There was that wailing noise and the groping claw, not claw, like rend, but like kind of skeletal finger thing. That was definitely a ghost. Mm-hmm. And from what you have heard, probably from your father, is that ghosts often have missions in that if they complete their mission then they are finally at rest 
Oh, so then this ghost may can't come back because it failed? Yes. So that is what you are you are thinking. Mm-hmm. You are looking around outside with corner. Yeah. It's fine at all. But you have pocketed a seven-leaf clover and a mushroom. Yeah, double-check the castle. I mean, maybe you decided to leave. So you head back into the castle? Yeah. All right, you enter the castle. Peppa's still standing. Peppa's in the castle. I think I'm staring at the spot where the ghost was at this point. Right, so you're close close to the entrance, and you're you're looking down there. Make vigilance checks. This is an average vigilance check. You get a blue die on it. One success, one threat. Three successes, one threat. You guys each take strain, but you uh, have succeeded your vigilance checks. You see the ghost reform. All right. It is not like oh, where it dissipated into the ground. Mm-hmm. It reappears. Peppa, you're you're standing looking down at it, kind of facing the doorway. Mm-hmm. Trek comes in and is like alert and careful and everything like that. Glimmer enters behind Trek, and you can see the ghost reform in the same direction that it swoops down on from before. And now, we'll roll initiative again. All right, but now, we can roll cool. Yes. Uh, 1.2. 1.2. Glamour. 3.2 star. So, good guy side is going to be able to define something. You guys succeeded your vigilance check, so I don't think it's going to make, like, a surprise attack this time. But it gets to go before some of us. We got one good guy, one ghost guy, two more good guys. Okay, and we have a triumph on the side of good. Is the ghost still, like, forming? You think that would be better for you somehow? Like it's some time to prepare? I don't know. Would you like me to tell you something useful with this triumph? I'm open to that. I have thoughts on what might be happening. I mean, Heppa wants to know what the mission is. The ghost doesn't like you Glimmer. The triumph was on Glimmer's role. Yeah. So I will apply the triumph to say... The ghost does not form until Glimmer crosses the threshold, the threshold. door. That's interesting, because Hepa saw this creature through the castle walls window earlier, before any of us crossed the threshold. Yep, that was before you guys stabbed it. Is Glimmer a necromancer? <laughs> Maybe that, it just takes time for it to reform. I mean, you clocked it pretty good in the head. Like, Glimmer notices this shows up as soon as I cross the blind. Yeah, so... Do you guys want one of you to go first, or do you want Glimmer to go first? I mean, Glimmer can go first and be like, what happens if I step back outside? It might be something they might try. Okay. Particularly, like, well, Trick seems to handle... <laughs> That's right. Handle this pretty well. Trick is an able archer, and maybe has magically infused arrows. Adept archer? Yeah. <laughs> might have magic arrows. Possibly. Um, Glimmer's thinking the story to tell about Trick. Okay. So, we will have Glimmer go first, then. And... We'll have Glimmer maneuver out of the castle. Does Glimmer, like, inform us of their finding, or they just want to test their theory first? I think Glimmer will say, that didn't show up till I stepped through. I'm going to step back out. That sounded way too calm, though. <laughs> it's more like, I think I tripped something, and then Glimmer backs back out under the lintel. Steps backwards out of the keep. But we're in the keep. We're so. in. Yes. And it's bad guy turn. Yes, Glimmer is using their second maneuver to aim. Because Glimmer had the hatchet in hand as you guys were walking around outside. Yep, yep. yep. I didn't think I put away my sword, because then I was like, crap, it could come back. Yeah. Uh, So it is now the ghost's turn. Yep. The ghost floats to the doorway and floats 
in the doorway. And it phases out of the keep, and it makes its wailing ranged attack okay. at Glamour. Might have to shoot him in the back of the head again. I mean, maybe its job is to keep dwarves out of the castle. Right. Glamour passes out and gets possessed by a ghost. More wailing. I think I'm going to shoot this ghost again. You can do that. When they shoot it and and when Glamour was chopping with the axe, was there, like, damage to the robe? Like, what did it seem like? When Glamour swung the axe at it, there was, like, kind of the cutting of fabric, but also, like, kind of the fabric sort of blew out of the way. And with Trick's arrow... Like, if we describe it as just, like, a single arrow, it's a little weird. If you view it as, like, oh, he peppers the area with arrows, then narratively you'd be saying some of them pass through, some of them, like, the cloth moves. Okay, okay, so the cloth is not substantial. Like, I couldn't reach out and grab it. You could, maybe, but, like, how long it would hold for. Okay. It has some presence in this realm. Enough that it can hit, because it did hit at Glimmer with its hand first. Right, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have to figure out what happens the next time it spawns. Yeah, yeah, it might be here for a bit. Okay, so I'm gonna, I am gonna aim. Seen this creature before, but it's dark where it is because it's not right by the fire, or it's technically inside. No, you have the light from the fire in the middle. The keep is just a small room. And I'm shooting this creature at its back again, I believe? Yes, yeah, so you got a blue die from shooting at the back. Uh, but the ghost has defense. Upgrade to look cool. Yep. Pike down and take a seat. Two successes, two advantages, but a triumph. That would be nine damage. You have a triumph. Do you want to crit? When you crit minions, they just go away. And yes, let's just do that. Okay. So that trick, once again, somehow... Banishes the ghost. Banishes the ghost. Same arrow. Better to kill two ghosts with one arrow. You're lucky, Clover. But you did this with a triumph. I did. And Glimmer left the keep. Yes. So the ghost is wailing once again, delivers words. Finally, I have successfully fulfilled a task and made this. Thank you. What was your task? And it drifts. Scaring away dwarf. It doesn't, this time it doesn't drift down. This time it just like dissipates like right in the air there. We killed twice by an elf. <laughs> and one time we su- it succeeded in its mission, one time it didn't. What was its mission? Yeah, now Trick is curious. <laughs> the impression that it failed, but then it succeeded. When, like, from Trick's perspective, virtually nothing changed. <laughs> we will never know. But ghosts don't travel in groups. Did I know that from the knowledge? It, it's not like wolves. There's not like packs of ghosts going around. Yes, it is true. Like necromantic armies could have multiple ghosts in them. Right. But like ghosts are independent. Right. Uh, you ghosts... don't see a squad of ghosts. Right. Oh, like... because they have unresolved stuff. So unless they're drawn to something in particular. Okay, so maybe Heba's not thinking there's going to be another ghost show up. I don't know what it succeeded at. Literally, you want to come through one more time, see... Just to make sure? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, now I just want to know. Literally, this is the ghost slaying arrow. Well, Trick Manning seems to be dispatching the ghost. Alright. Hopefully, we don't Take have him to out do... as quick as they Hopefully, you don't have to do this all night. Glimmer's gonna go ahead and make a cool check for the end of this combat. Yet another triumph on Glimmer's guy. Yes, these are extremely short encounters. Tonight. It was very interesting. Maybe we should finish searching the keep first before Glimmer steps in. Okay, that sounds wise. Just give a holler if you see anything. I'll uh, 
I'll keep watch out here, shall I? That sounds good. But I ain't afraid of no ghost. I am. been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland aka West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience. <laughs>